Hey guys, my name's Arlene. My story is what happens to people who have an idea fixation, and it's also about the fact that irrational fantasies can also be a symptom of illness. My mom was always... weird. Well, she looked absolutely reasonable from the outside. She worked, had a decent salary. She could support us both, pay the bills, and still save something for my college in the future. But here's what she said about me. As a kid, I always listened to the stories about changeling kids. Fairies who stole babies and replaced them with their kids. Trolls with the same parental attitude to the offspring. Everything she read or told me was somehow related to the topic of kid substitution. I didn't really get why my mom was telling me this, but I didn't know how to ask. And when I got older, she finally revealed it. My mom told me in plain words, I was not her daughter. I had been crying for three days. I even wanted to leave home. But my mom dissuaded me. In fact, she was a very good person. We're even friends. Omitting that constant mention that I'm not her biological daughter. My mom taught me everything she knew. She helped me with my lessons and didn't forbid me to wear makeup or experiment with my looks. When I said I was in love at 15, I was given a lecture about contraception and the consequences of sex. When I wanted to get a tattoo, she personally chose the coolest salon with good reviews. She took me there, but I changed my mind. I could tell her everything, and I knew she would not laugh at my childhood and then teenage problems. She knew how to keep my secrets and always gave me really cool life advice. Anyway, I could really call her the coolest mom in the world if, well, yes, if it weren't for her constantly saying I'm not her daughter. When I asked her why she thought that, she gave me a different story every time. The most popular one was about my substitution in the maternity ward. Though honestly, I could hardly understand how moms could distinguish their newborn kids. Personally, I had problems with distinguishing kids, even at their kindergarten age. Top two story was the theft. She kinda left her daughter while she was walking on the playground and went out somewhere. When she returned, I had replaced her kid. When I asked her, why didn't you raise a panic and run to the police, she just shrugged. There were also some mystical or just ridiculous stories. I don't know what one she believed, but listening to this was really painful, especially considering the fact I was just a copy of her. I didn't know my dad, and my mom never spoke of him, but judging by her kids' photos in the albums, I didn't take anything from my dad at all. My mom's face, my mom's shape, even our voice and handwriting were so similar that people often confused us. Of course, in real life, the big age difference didn't make us look like twins. However, there were a lot of confusions and awkward situations. I tried to tell her that. In the evenings, we looked at our family photos, searching for the differences from each other. But this didn't help. On the contrary, seeing how similar we were, my mom was even more convinced someone had replaced her kid with me. Kinda like a kid cannot look so similar to one of the parents which means it's 100% some CIA conspiracy or alien intrigues. However, this didn't prevent her from being a cool mom. So, apart from my broken psyche, I was the happiest girl in my school. As for my classmates, their parents were constantly arguing, demanding, 
and some of them even seriously threatened to kick them out of the house because of bad grades. I had blue hair, a piercing in my tongue, and there was a small skull on my school bag. I was absolutely happy with my looks. When my mom was once called to school because of my academic performance, though I had a good one, I wasn't an excellent student, but I wasn't a low scorer either. My mom yelled at everyone in the principal's office and said that grades are just a subjective thing and it's high time to give them up. The main thing was knowledge, and I had it, especially the one important for me personally. My classmates envied me. Other kids wanted their parents to be like my mom for a while, and I envied them, because every single day I listened to the stories about not being her daughter, and it hurt like hell. At 16, I started working part-time, just for myself, not for the money but I managed to save up to do a DNA test. It seemed to me that the medical industry would be able to convince her she was wrong. I was her real kid who loved her very much and wanted my mom to love me in return. Of course, the test showed a 98% match. I was definitely not changed or stolen. I'm the perfect and original daughter of my mom. I have no anomalous deviations of some mythical origin. Upon my request, all the calculations were printed out and given in an envelope with the results. I put all this stuff under the Christmas tree. I wanted to give my mom a gift. I thought she would see the test and finally calm down about me, and we would finally become a real full-fledged family without all these terrible stories. But I was wrong. That night, we had our first real fight. My mom read everything they gave me at the clinic, and then silently tore up the papers and said there were only enemies around. Apparently, the enemies even managed to fabricate the test results. They'd do anything to avoid showing their mistakes. This was too much, and I yelled at her, saying that she was a blind fool for not seeing the obvious and not wanting to admit her mistakes instead. Then I ran away from home. Of course, after a couple of hours, I felt ashamed but I didn't return home until the next morning. And yes, she'd already started looking for me with the police and dogs, and she was up all night worrying about where I was and whether something bad had happened to me. We talked and seemed to understand things, but she still refused to acknowledge our biological connection. It was a real nightmare. I don't know why it was so important to me that she finally called me her daughter, because apart from this nonsense, we were a great family but my mom's stubbornness was just putting more salt on my wounds. I wasn't lazy even to conduct my own investigation from the maternity hospital. I found a doctor who was at my birth, talked to the nurses. I even managed to get a video from the surveillance cameras from 17 years ago. They're everywhere in our maternity hospital, as a security. I also found some papers from the archive, confirming that my mom gave birth to me herself. But if she didn't believe the DNA test, well, she didn't listen to me again. Neither me nor any witnesses, who I was able to invite for the conversation. She just called all these respectable people liars. That's it. But the doctor who came knew a lot about medicine, and despite being an obstetrician, he advised me to visit a psychotherapist, as this kind of obsession wasn't normal. A healthy and reasonable person would just never resist and push away all the facts that didn't fit into his world. Somehow, I managed to get my mom an appointment, 
Again, I earned the money for this by myself. So she didn't say things like, it's expensive. I paid for my own pocket. And there, after all the tests, we found a terrible thing. My mom was really sick, and for a long time. All these jokes about conspiracy, substitution, were nothing more than the disease manifestations. That's why she never wanted to accept the truth and its global character. But at least, I could accept this one. Fortunately, her illness develops very slowly, and it's almost unseen to others. But it's so dangerous. If I didn't get alarmed, by 60, she would completely lose her identity. So, in fact, I saved her life and her health by my perseverance. Since then, my mom has been taking pills. From time to time, she undergoes a special treatment. Unfortunately, the destroyed parts of her brain can no longer be saved, but it's possible to make the disease recede, and there would be no new destructions. My mom will live a long time, and I still have to learn how to make a relationship with her without waiting for her to officially recognize me as her child. You know, it's sad, of course. The disease, the brain damage, and all the dangers that come with it. But deep down, I'm glad it's not my fault. It's just a disease. You see, all these years, it was so important for me that my mom stopped shutting me out. I thought I was guilty of something, that I didn't deserve to be her daughter for some reason. And it turned out, all the problems just came from the disease. Well, I can overcome that somehow. Of course, I stay close to my mom, and I help her manage what's happening to her. Now it's my turn to be a cool daughter, help and support her as she did for me. And in parallel, I'm finishing my school, and soon I'll go to college, because I want to build a good future for myself and my mom. I really want to get a higher education, a good job, and take my mom on a big trip someday, so that we could see the world together, explore different cool places, get really close as friends, and not as mom and daughter, especially since this family connection still doesn't work in her head. And I'm very proud I was able to help my mom now, and didn't give up and run away, as I planned before, because I would have never known it was not about me or her. It's just life somehow decided it would be a lot of fun if mom got sick. So, my message to everyone, never give up. Quite often, we simply don't see the situation as a whole, just some part of it, and then we draw conclusions from it. But you need to know all the details to make the right decision. So before you do a rash act, first study all the things as best you can. And yes, if your loved one acts strange, don't rush to blame yourself. Perhaps he or she just needs the help of specialists. Comment if you've ever encountered such things. How did you manage to help other people cope with their family problems? Please support me and my mom with likes. And don't ignore disease symptoms. It can cost you a life.